0: to last sons of krypton a superman podcast i'm connor from the house of El, and i am ray from the house of zod and we are here from this very hot holiday season where it is scorching and awful and i just put pillows on my floor and slept in front of the really terrible air conditioner we have in the lounge room <laughs> yes. certainly doesn't
1: feel like a white christmas does it
0: doesn't no come it is, it's not there is nothing I mean, quite about this Christmas.
1: <laughs> There's no Bing Crosby being played. There's no chestnuts on an open fire. It's pretty much. Well, actually, we've got hail at our place. Yeah, um, my
0: chestnuts are always roasting on an open fire with this <laughs> one. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. It feels like that. It feels that way for me as well. Yeah. You know?
1: Uh Yeah. But so it We've got hail. That's nice. Yeah, we got hail. Isn't that crazy? And you, you're, you're sweating and you know you, yeah. you've got roasting chestnuts i'm here friggin getting pelted on by you know by by um above
0: <laughs> you know what i miss Was that the phantom zone oh yeah at least it was cool there
1: it was all that haunted house that we went to That that, was that
0: too that was great that was nice and cozy it Just was the weird narrations but the weird narrations, the uh,
1: the ropes hanging from the rafters—it was yeah,
0: yeah, yeah. Could do without the ropes and shit. <laughs> but uh, yes, today we are doing a holiday special, so uh, we are looking at holiday Christmas stories. Uh, no, sorry, holiday Superman stories, which happened to be Christmas stories. Uh, there were some non-Christmas Superman stories, but we just chose—we okay. uh, chose one that was really famous mm-hmm. among the holiday loving comics community i guess <laughs> i don't know um i looked at like holiday lists and this one always popped up and then another one which i really liked personally mm-hmm. and so we thought we'd roll with these two but first as uh dear listener rebecca has pointed out Comicsology is having its sale right now and it's probably a good point for me to recommend some superman books to pick up on there this will be good as well for me
1: again listeners who don't know i am the newbie aspect of this show so i'll be listening with uh with bated breath conor at these recommendations
0: (laughs) well first up we have uh this this is usually thirty dollars probably thirty dollars us i would imagine But now it's only five right now. It's the Kingdom Come 20th Anniversary Deluxe Edition. Ooh. Uh, So I highly recommend, like everyone, I highly recommend you grab this. It's only five dollars right now. Mm -hmm. It's a fantastic book. It's Mark Wade and Alex Ross. Yeah. Um. Okay. You know, Mark. Some people are. If you're Mark Wade's writing, I personally am a big fan of his writing. Not a big fan of him. But hey, that's another story. Uh. This is really good it was released in the 90s it's a commentary of sorts on 90s superheroes but what's more Mm -hmm. important is that it's a commentary on what it means to be a hero i guess it is technically a justice league story but the focus of the book is superman which is why i'm bringing up it's most people consider it a superman story which is i'm bringing it up now if you got anything in this sale i would recommend you get this no it has a lot of obscure DC characters, but it's not as important, as long as you know who the main sort of people are. So, like, Beast Boy? Um, I can't remember if he pops up. It, yeah. It's mostly, uh, it's mostly like, old-school Golden Age and Silver Age heroes yeah. in this you, book. you like what I did there, Connell? I, I learnt about Beast Boy last episode. Yes,
1: you did. Uh, using my <laughs> education to, <laughs> to act as if I know stuff.
0: Yeah. Um, so... I'm sure people are familiar with Alex Ross's artwork. No, oh, of, of course. So he's so beautiful, beautiful art. There is some haunting imagery in this book. It's great. Uh, it's it's a dark story. The premise is Superman is in self-imposed exile after the Joker kills Lois and everyone in the Daily Planet, and he kills them all. Yeah. Wow. Oh, and, does he blow up the building or? Uh, i think it's gas or something it doesn't yeah. it doesn't say how it's just it's just mentioned this is why right. he's in exile right. the whole thing is someone killed the joker and everyone praised that so superman just went into exile because he was cranky so it's yeah. a, it's a dark story but it's a great story and you know it's what injustice wishes it was so you should definitely ah. check definitely check this story out this was as you mentioned this was
1: this was the version of old man Superman, is that right?
0: Ah, uh, yeah, Superman's older yeah. in this. He has a bit of grey in his hair. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm.
1: May not be from the age,
0: it might be just from
1: the stress or the anxiety. <laughs> Maybe.
0: Yeah. yeah, and he's got the he's got a black and red S instead of a
1: ah. yellow
0: one. So yeah, very, very good story. Don't worry, I haven't actually spoiled any of it. The, um I haven't spoiled any major plot points or anything. But uh yeah, mm-hmm. definitely pick this up. I won't talk about it any more because you know, you've heard all you need, go pick it up, and exactly. we will be covering it on this podcast at some point. Uh, don't worry if you're a DC noob. If you know who, you know, Superman, Batman, One Woman, uh, maybe look up mm-hmm. The Spectre, actually. Oh, uh, yeah. It was as well. another Jerry Siegel and Joe Schuster creation.
1: Oh, um, that's pretty good. And, uh, and for you not listeners as well, I will somehow manage to trip up Connor L to spoil, if I can.
0: Wow, that's really mean. <laughs> uh, next up, we have also usually $30, $5 now, a Superman celebration of 75 years. Uh, oh. Not heaps to say about this. It's a big... Well, it's digital, so it's not a hardcover, but it's a big collection of Superman stories throughout... Well, from his conception till about yeah. 2011. All right. So it's and a sort and, of best-of uh, collection. Does it have some unreleased material, or...? I don't believe so, but it's okay. it's just a bargain for the amount of stories it contains. It's got oh, yeah. a lot of stuff like the first appearance of Brainiac, Supergirl. Uh, we've we've covered some of the issues mm-hmm. in this book as well. So yeah, uh, fantastic. Has some great issues in
1: there. That that's one book I was actually meaning to get as a hardcover. Connor,
0: have you got it as a hardcover? No, but it does have some – some of my favourite stories are in this book. Mm. Well, I think exactly as you say, like, Best Of, as a newbie, it's probably a really good book to have, like, just as a
1: a springboard into – Yeah. Yeah.
0: Yeah. I feel like, yeah, a lot of its strongest stories, I feel like, are 70s and 60s in this book as well. Mm -hmm. Um, But, yeah, there's that. Uh, next up is All-Star Superman. That is also on special for $5. I uh, picked myself uh, this up, kind of L. Yes. Um, well, one of the... that's on backs. Yep. One of the best things I've ever read, not just comic books, but one of the best things I've ever read, period. Wow. Uh, it's wow. great. It's uh, annoyingly great, though, because everyone holds Superman comics to this standard, and it's really irritating because... Wow. Not every Superman comic should be like this for a lot of reasons, but that's something we'll go into later. Yeah. Uh, it is sort of the definitive, considered the definitive Superman story, I guess. It's bloody hell, eh? Uh, the an end of career story, end of life story, I guess. What is and it like? Is it like Daredevil End of Days? Is it or? Yeah. Ah, okay. But right. better. Um, <laughs> okay. I liked End of Days for the record. Yeah. yeah. But just comparing those two is like the finger right. painting to the Lisa. That was oh, too God. harsh. That was too harsh. That's a comparison oh. I love to use <laughs> for Psycho um, and Friday the 13th.
1: Oh, okay. So I think okay, Friday
0: yeah. the 13th is the trashiest thing ever. So, Oh, I thought you were going to say the other way around. But, you know. No, Psycho is great. Classic. <laughs> um, <laughs> yeah. Yeah, just, uh, joshing. just joshing. I know, I know. Psycho is good. It is good. The thing with All-Star Superman is it can be hard for... It seems to have like new readers either seem to love it or just drop it a bit through reading. I will say a bit of familiarity with Superman's sort of whimsical Silver Age will oh. go a long way into enjoying this book more. Keep that in mind. So okay, right. Uh, but yeah, and next we have Superman: Last Son of Krypton, Jeff Johns and Richard Donner story, the story about us. Yes. Well, Excellent. no, unfortunately. Oh, but okay. uh, this last son of Krypton collection it collects a great Zod story and one of the best Brainiac stories. So, cool. if you're a well, if you're a Brainiac fan, definitely pick this up. But if you're a Christopher Reeve and Richard Donner fan, definitely pick this up as well.
1: Awesome. Um,
0: it's a really awesome action packed read, and it has a really cool cover. So. Oh
1: so yeah. brainiac is um i'd assume he's that uh, the mechanized version is he in it
0: no No. Oh, okay um you have to read it he's like every version <laughs> oh yeah right. cool so don't worry there's a few more but we're getting to the end um mm-hmm. I, like these are i found the best ofs to recommend and like pretty much everything is on special so uh, and these yes. are mass- yeah sorry massive prices as you
1: said slash to five dollars basically yeah. Well, awesome. well,
0: a lot of these are like $12, but the first few were like $30 slash to 5 so... Mm, it's
1: okay. really
0: okay. Um, now, this one, if, you, if you're really into the Golden Age Superman, uh, the mm. first four volumes are on there for 5 bucks right now. So if you want to read more of that era, uh, pick those up, because they do have a pretty good collection, and you'll get a really good idea of that era from those four books. Obviously, you know, 30s comics aren't for everyone. Uh, yeah. You can you can just read Action One and get the gist of it, but if you want to go more into it, uh, pick up those four. And you have uh, Grant Morrison's Action Comics run, the 2011 run, my okay. favourite run, that is oh. on sale as well. Right. It's three volumes though, so. Oh. But yes, is uh you're you're a big fan of
1: the Golden Age, aren't you, Connarell?
0: Yes, I am. Yes. I have the first Golden Age omnibus. Yes, um, I don't have any more because I'm not made of money. So, yeah. <laughs>
1: no, I'm an omnibus is good. Uh, yeah, and Grant Morrison, yeah, he he seems to be a um, a well lauded writer.
0: He oh, he's fantastic. Doing... Uh, yeah, he, yeah, he did my favorite Batman story as well. So, oh, you have a favorite um, Batman story? Yeah. Uh, oh, okay. It used year to on. be Year Surprise One. Surprised me. Not anymore. Okay. <laughs> oh, okay. I've I've, contra-
1: <laughs> I've read lots of Batman it just it's just what you've been saying about batman on the podcast it just goes contrary to anyway yeah sure
0: yeah no i have read <laughs> i have read lots of batman which is how i came to have these opinions oh yeah yeah, you know, yeah. Um, <laughs> so yeah, rather rather
1: than the blind opinion that I have, which is pretty cool. I mean, <laughs> I stick with it. <laughs> I, I'm kind of like a, a scientist, Connorell, Uh with experimentation. You know, you find the the uh, you theorise first, and you work your way back. You know, so I theorise that you know my thoughts on Batman, and uh, and I aim to prove it by
0: <laughs> by reading these older stories. It's not too hard to prove. Anyway, let's. Uh, so next we have an Elseworlds story.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Elseworlds is kind of what if, I guess, but mm-hmm. for DC. Um, so this one is called Superman Secret Identity. It was written by Kurt Busiek. Oh man, I can't remember how to pronounce oh, yeah. his name. But he's yeah. a great, he's a great Superman writer, one of the best, very okay. underrated. Right. And it's called Superman Secret Identity, and it's essentially it's set in our world, like mm-hmm. actually, actually our world. And if it's a you know, so Superman exists as a comic book in this world, but a kid named Clark Kent gets the powers of Superman. Ah. And it's a very you know, if you want a really feel-good, relaxing read, uh huh. This is what you want. It's really nice. It's a really good book. It's fun. Mm. And yeah, no. What, it's great. what
1: are your What are your thoughts on? Uh, Elseworld and What Ifs, Conor El, because, you know, the whole premise of being an alternate reality, so ergo, um, some may argue that it's not as valid, because it's just, you know, another reality that we don't, it's not part of the universe that we're usually associated with. Do you like Elseworld or What If stories? Well, the or thing you- with
0: Elseworlds is that they kind of do exist because of the multiverse, so you do have yeah. Red Sun Superman running around out there somewhere.
1: Yeah, I know, but it's still like it's still like obviously a different reality. They're just,
0: they're just, yeah. the, you know, they're the. I don't, I don't think any less of them. The okay. opportunities for people to take different takes on, yeah, classic heroes. Uh, what if's a bit different, but mm-hmm. they're still good. I'd...
1: Well, they're still, they're still multiverse. Uh, yeah, things, alternate universes. But anyway, yeah, okay, no, just, just interested in your thoughts. I mean, I, I don't mind them. I like them myself. Uh, but you know. Some may yeah. may, yeah. Some may see it not, you know, not part of the whole canon and blah blah blah. Maybe if you're so. a
0: canon nut, there's not much point to getting them, I guess. But yeah, you know, good luck with that being a canon nut in <laughs> DC. A canon so, nut. <laughs> yeah. Next up, we have uh this is for people who are fans of Krypton and want to know more about Krypton and stuff. So, you're Superman: right. The Many Worlds of Krypton. Cool. It collects a mini series about Krypton from pre Crisis and a mini series about Krypton done by John Mann and Mike Mignola post Crisis. So, two different versions of Krypton, uh, which have both pretty heavily influenced the show that's airing right now. Oh. And it also collects a bunch of uh, single issues that deal with Krypton. Yeah. So, look, if he. I mean, to hit world of many well superman the many worlds krypton you want more krypton stuff just grab this
1: oh i tell you what um, i think that really interests me conor talking about the whole kind of interplanetary
0: thing that that sounds really good yeah i own this one physically as Ooh. well as most of the ones i've already talked about but hey <laughs> and what do you what, what do you what are your thoughts what do you rate this this uh world of krypton it's good you want to know more about krypton uh, give it a read it's interesting you know it's uh-huh, just okay. uh cool krypton i like Krypton's something, you know, people can play with a lot, and yeah, these stories okay. are pretty good.
1: Okay, So, cool.
0: yes, uh, then we have the Superman Whatever Happened to the Man of Tomorrow. Mm. And this is essentially an Alan Moore Superman collection because ah. it, it collects the title Superman Whatever Happened to the Man of Tomorrow. So that's the end of the Silver Age, Bronze Age Superman. So that's before... Mm crisis and stuff um this is swan song i guess this is you know uh it's good and it also has for the man who has everything
1: which yes. is fantastic
0: yeah uh, and it Mongol. Also, yes mongol it, and it also <laughs> collects the uh really underrated superman and swamp thing crossover oh wow that alan moore did uh, wow that's so, an interesting crossover yeah it's really good We'll definitely I'd be interested it in that. Yeah, 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 for sure. Let's do it. Alan Moore was a big Swamp Thing writer as well, so mm-hmm. yeah. Um, like, if you if you are really like interested in Alan Moore mm-hmm. and stuff, I'll uh, pick this up because yeah. it's got Alan Moore goodness, you know, sprinkled all over it. Yeah. Uh, cool. Whatever. Whatever happens to the Man of Tomorrow is a controversial story. I would again, I would say, being familiar with that era would make it more enjoyable but it's still enjoyable even if you're not so okay you know yeah um so oh yeah next is a bit of a this is a canon story but it's standalone our superman emperor joker i've mentioned this before if you want joker with the powers of mr McSpitlick pitted against superman then this is the story for you it is madness it is violence it is kind of um what uh, what year was what era was this? This was in the early two thousands, I believe. Okay. This was yeah. written by Loeb, and the art was done by Ed McGuinness. So it's that very ah. sort of cartoony. Yes. Um, exaggerated forms, stuff like yeah, that. yeah. So the art mm. might put some people off, but uh, it yeah. is a good story. It's it's interesting. Like the, yeah. the premise alone is interesting. So you know, if you if it if the sound of it interests you then yeah. pick it up. Superman versus Joker with gold powers, you know. If that yes. is interesting, just pick it up. Otherwise, you know.
1: Yeah. Is it still true, Conor, about Joker being... Um, there's something with him being so like super insane or something? It, oh, the it, super it's... sanity... Yeah, something like that. He becomes... He's got some special power now because he's just so insane. Something like that. Is that, Is that—is that still... I canon? don't
0: know anything about the special power, but the super sanity... I read yeah. the thing where the super sanity thing was introduced as a concept.
1: So what is it, again? Sorry. Well, could... it's...
0: The, the whole thing is... Like... He's the way he is because... He... He sees so much information in the world. He processes it so quickly. He just sort of. It's hard to explain because okay. it's uh, weird Grant Morrison stuff, but. Right. Um, it's something to do with, like, his. He has a lot more intake of information right. than everyone else that he sort of counters it by. I mean, I'm not even going to try and explain it, but uh, yeah. it's not a superpower, as far as I know. Oh, okay. It's just, it's just his theory for like the Joker's madness, really. Oh, okay. Okay. Uh, but it's a really interesting theory. But uh, yeah, okay. I don't know anything about this superpower Joker or anything, but it wouldn't surprise me that they would do something stupid like that. Oh so. no,
1: it probably was a super sanity thing. I don't know. It's something to do with his insanity and his mental health. He was just really, anyway. Yeah. Well, let, let's yeah. So it would be interesting if he's if he had godlike powers. On top of that, that's all.
0: Now we have the last three, and they kind of go together. So uh-huh. I'll, I'll point out that that Action Comics Grant Morrison run, the volumes one to three,
1: yeah,
0: uh, they they are like the beginnings of the current canon Superman. Uh-huh. If you want that, that's it's not really an origin story, but his origins kind of in there, and that's the version that's being used. Uh, he's grown up now though, because of Rebirth. Like there was i'm not even gonna bother trying to tell you what happened there it was like too soon <laughs> uh yeah you know like is like krypton and everything yeah so that's but uh these next three are were the definitive kind of still are the definitive origin stories even if they aren't canon anymore uh-huh. so the first two really go together because we have john burns the man of steel volume One. Yeah. Oh. Uh, which yes. I believe Ray has read, and this yeah, your
1: recommendation, a really
0: good recommendation. This was the beginning of the quote-unquote modern Superman when the Silver Age and all that craziness ended. So this took Superman back to his, you know, more sort of street roots, I guess. Not mm-hmm. re- streets, probably not the right word, but you know, yeah. less. Uh, He's uh, is more rooted. Is more Golden Age roots, I should say. Okay. Um and the good thing about this is, if you enjoy this, volumes two to nine are all on Comixology as well, because it's like a whole run, Ooh. his whole run on it. So, but uh, the the first volume stands alone as an origin story, and it's good. It's really it good.
1: Re- yeah, I enjoyed it. It was a uh, you know a nice introduction. And yeah, it, it's, it's a good. Yeah,
0: six chapters, and they sort of focus on different aspects of his career. His starting career as superman and stuff so yeah and it also has like the version of krypton this thing introduces uh heavily influenced uh zach snyder's man of steel Mm -hmm. um it's a very you know this is the first krypton that was kind of like not a happy place so yeah it's 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 a good read it is 1986 though so if you're it might feel a bit dated to some people yeah true um
1: yeah, I mean, you. It, it, bear in mind, yeah, for the younger readers out there, eighty six. Um, yeah, very different style from the comics of today. Like eighty
0: six feels modern to me, but I realise mm. it might feel dated to some other people. Oh yeah, it most um, certainly will be dated for for some people. If if you're used to a lot of the comics
1: uh, going around these days. Yeah. Uh, but it, it is a. There's a lot, lot more to it. I think there's a, a writing was there was a lot more emphasis with the writing, the written word.
0: Um, so, yes. So yeah, there was yeah. there was a lot of effort put into this, and it was the <laughs> what are you yeah, okay. yeah. indirectly saying about the modern day? No, comments. no, no. That uh. I, that's not what I was going on at all. I was like <laughs> you were just saying with the writing and stuff, like there's a lot yep. of effort in explaining everything scientific yeah, there is. stuff. Oh yes, um, yes. Yeah. You know, like making it believable, I guess. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Yeah, um, which kind of... And that brings us to our next story because this is Superman for All Seasons written by Jeff Lowell with art by Tim Sale. Now, these are the guys who did the famous Batman The Long Halloween and Dark Victory. Mm-hmm. Um, this is a very different style of story to that, but it's still very good. Uh, it's a fantastic coming-of-age story. Again, mm-hmm. if you want just a really feel-good story, this is the one, and it's in the John Byrne Man of Steel continuity so this can act like a companion piece to that if you want it to right um but it can still stand alone as well so it's up to you Mm -hmm. um it heavily influenced uh smallville the tv show Mm -hmm. uh if anyone here was a fan of that um but yeah
1: (laughs) yeah i I was a fan
0: Uh, i'm looking forward to viewing it uh don't look forward to it too much but (laughs) (laughs) yeah um and then this brings us to our last one which is another origin story this is superman birthright by mark wade ah this was the other one that you suggested to me right yes so this is probably this is probably the best modern like just pure origin story um and i say best modern as in i'm acting as if Man of Steel isn't modern, if that makes sense. Mm. So, like, th- this is what I would consider modern. This is, I think everyone can get into this, right? Would you agree? Um, oh, be- beautiful uh, origin story of Lex Luthor, actually. And, and yes. his,
1: his uh, relationship
0: with, with
1: Clark Kent. Yeah, this
0: this brought Lex really Luthor and Clark Kent's childhood relationship back into main continuity for a while. Well, no, I, I can say, just, yeah. It, I, yeah. I
1: can understand why, yeah. It, and, it's uh, a really good...
0: In a funny twist of fate, Smallville influenced this. So, <laughs> Smallville influenced that. Oh uh, yeah, it influenced Birthright. Um, oh, because the the Kent parents are younger in Birthright. Oh,
1: okay. Superman's
0: right. drawn a bit like Tom Welling sometimes. So, oh,
1: okay.
0: Uh, yeah, but this is great. Um, I would if it if if it was up to me, I would choose between this and the Man of Steel because otherwise you might get them confused. Because <laughs> oh, right. they they hit a lot of the same beats yep um but yeah no the, the i know i know that's a lot guys hopefully you've written down as we've gone along which ones you're interested in i hope everyone's written down kingdom come but well, that uh, seemed
1: like kingdom come all-star superman seems like the big one there i mean they're all good uh i'm yeah. just just picking off here and then you have got the wade run at the end birthright and man of steel john Byrne, seem to be the big ticket ones right
0: yeah yeah there's a lot yeah. here it's not everything but, like, mm. this is all the stuff I found on special that are uh, exceptional and mm-hmm. uh, worth reading. Yes. So.
1: Uh, conor Rail can I ask just quickly as well? You mentioned earlier about Smallville influencing Birthright. Influenza? Uh, Where? Uh, <laughs> is, there, um, is there any comic that, that kind of depicts Superman
0: a la... Is it Tyler? Tyler Huchlin? Uh No, I don't think so. <laughs> well, I mean, to be fair, he hasn't had his own t v show or anything, no, and no, Smallville yeah. was like it you know it made some waves when it came out, right, yeah, sure,
1: yeah, um, yeah, true, true, I mean, Supergirl is doing really well, I guess, and Tyler's is making the most of his time.
0: they did you? a supergirl comic on the based on the t v show oh, they did okay, uh, yeah, there's also been Smallville season eleven, which is. Oh, like, just purely comic. Yeah, yeah, it's purely comic. Wow. It's just set oh, great. it's set um after season ten of the show, which is the last season. So I love how they do that. That's good. Yeah. Cool. yeah. Um but yeah, that was that was all my recommendations, guys. I rushed you through them as much as I could because we still have two stories to cover. So oh, yeah, yeah, true. But uh yeah, hopefully, you know. And if you don't if you don't have comicsology then you can just take them as base recommendations, really. True. So. But if you do have comicsology
1: Get onto it. Even maybe gift it to someone. It's a. It's on sale. Yeah. You know. You never know when these might be on sale again. So grab them while they're hot. Um. And yeah. And based upon Conrail's um, recommendations, they all sound pretty darn good. So just pick and choose which ones are uh, more up HLTU. your alley. Yeah. Mm, exactly.
0: And uh, and go I think from there's there. something there for everyone, really. So. Mm. Yeah. Okay. Exactly. Righty. So, are we ready to uh, go into our first issue? Why not? All right. Up, 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 up and, and away. away! So, here we are. <clears throat> yes. Superman 64. Four, volume two so this is february 1992 mm-hmm. now uh we'll talk about the cover a bit first yeah sure so um, it's festive it's very festive um and
1: even the first thing that sprung out to me was the superman logo uh, in its uh, festive colors there yes red and green uh, very cool. Uh, the boarded, framed by, what is it, holly, and baubles. Yeah, holly and baubles. Uh, very cool. Uh, kind of, I guess you kind of get a sense of what's inside because uh, it, it does. You know, this is by no means uh, frivolous, light kind of story, is it, Conrail? There, no. There's a bit of, there's a bit of, uh, bit
0: of bones on there. So, yes. Yeah. Um, it, it's, it's not like you sort of. Yeah, it has Superman reading a letter Yeah And it's a request from a child named Robbie To help his father who's dying at the hospital um, mm. So that, that'll that give you the gist of what's inside, I suppose And this is by Dan Jurgens and Jackson uh, Guys, guys. Uh, yeah Man, you're good at this Yeah Yeah, just, just potluck Oh, and by the way, guys, don't worry, don't freak out. It's approved by the Comics Code Authority. Ah, oh, so. yes, absolutely. There, this um, podcast is not though. So, ah,
1: yeah, yeah. <laughs> you know, we like to fly in the face of authority. Um, and this this Comics Code here just lovingly splattered there to the right on a blue bauble. I yeah, thought I'd mention that. Um, yeah. Uh, interestingly enough, as well, we uh, where the where the barcode is usually. We've got a nice little Merry Christmas yeah. from the super team in DC. A nice little touch there as well.
0: Yeah. And, uh, yeah, so... Yeah, it's... it's a, I, I like this cover. Mm. My feelings it's, on the story might be different, but I think the cover's really good. Okay. Oh, I'm interested to hear. Yeah, hear your thoughts. Yeah, the cover's... I think the cover's great.
1: Um, we spoke about a couple of the covers last episode, which seemed to fail. Uh, that was Gil Kane... I think he was doing both of those Sorry, covers. Gil. Yeah, sorry, Gil. But they um, kind of sucked. <laughs> <laughs> the insides were great, you know. Um but yeah, this one this one's quite a nice quite a nice cover indeed. So sorry, did we go through all the all the credits there, Connor?
0: Um well, on the cover it just has those two oh, yeah, guys. Okay. yeah. Um sure. but we will go through the credits. So the the title of the story is Metropolis Mailbag. Mhm. And Superman's created by Siegel and Schuster. Dan Juergens did the story. Jackton Geist did the art. John Costanza, the letterer. Gwen Whitmore, the colorist. Dan Thorsland, the assistant editor. And Mike Carlin is the editor. Now, uh, this is the roaring 90s, guys. So, yeah. Uh, Superman is, believe it or not, not hit by the extreme hammer um, until he gets beaten to death and grows a mullet. But, you know. Sorry, Connor, that,
1: those last few words did not make any sense to me at all <laughs>
0: what the hell was that was well, that the, what? he gets beaten to death by doomsday oh okay yeah sure sure it was like if he gave doomsday some pouches he'd be the 90s personified um, yeah true, true and i love doomsday he 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 does his job great he's good at his job um yeah. and then he grows a mullet when he comes back so super oh okay oh geez super mullet
1: <laughs> super mullet
0: i have the best picture ever i'll send it to you later but
1: yeah
0: yeah, uh, yeah at this point you know superman yeah, it's not hit over the 90s extreme that the other comics are going through. Yeah. Which is probably one of the reasons why it was not as popular R- yeah. as the Well, others. I think,
1: I mean, we can talk about it a bit later on. I think a lot of it was, for me, was the grounded artwork of Jackson Geis. I think, uh, for, for me, it's not, not your typical 90s, well, maybe you can argue, but uh, his depictions of Superman and the other characters I thought were, were very much, uh, you know, slightly more realistic than what you'd say... You know other 90s artists would do yeah um, and yeah I, I found that actually a good quality but anyway yep
0: yeah um well i guess we we should probably get into the synopsis then do you want to read out i s- most certainly shall conor yeah. uh here we go this
1: is the synopsis superman has fought many dangerous and massive threats to humanity but there's not many villains which he is more hesitant to face than what lies ahead during the holiday season. Mr Simpkins and Lois Lane meet Superman a couple of days before Christmas, and it's at the Metropolis Post Office that they lead the Man of Steel towards the room filled with letters addressed to him, seeking his help. The cries for help are rich and varied with some appearing more legitimate than others. A citizen writes in proposing a business deal to Superman by which both can achieve financial gain. Another curious writer ponders whether Superman's strength could convert coal to diamonds, and again proposes that both he and Superman could gain from this. It's a letter written from a survivor of Auschwitz, which piques Superman's interest, and upon reading her letter, pleading to be reunited with her only surviving family member, he wastes no time in making her acquaintance. In Chicago, Mrs. Agnes Soma Shoma is greeted at the door by the Kryptonian and to her astonishment he whisks her to Germany where she is reunited with her sister Ellie amidst tears of joy. Returning to the stockpile of letters, Superman comes across another letter which tugs at his heartstrings. This time it's from a young boy, Terry Baldwin, who hopes Superman can do the impossible and save his dad from a terminal brain tumour. Struck with sympathy, Superman decides to go to the hospital in Salt Lake City to let the boy know that he unfortunately can't do anything to help him. He leaves Lois to sift through the letters whilst he ventures out to face the music. It's a tragic and sorrowful sight when Superman arrives all too late. Terry's dad has passed away, and Terry, the young boy who relied so much on Superman, is left bitter and hateful towards our hero. Superman explains that the situation was out of his hands, and Terry's mum, Mrs. Baldwin, comforts the inconsolable child. Before leaving, Superman makes a suggestion, ensuring his suggestion is sensitively handled, and asks Terry's mum to consider that her deceased husband's organs be donated in order to help others less fortunate. Superman, indeed, had come across a letter from a woman in desperate need of a heart transplant and leaves Mrs. Baldwin to make the important and emotional decision. A small Christmas miracle is achieved when in Kansas City, Gloria is given a new lease on life with a donated heart from Terry's deceased dad. With organs compatible, it allows Gloria to live and Superman to yet again marvel at the compassion of the human spirit through mrs. Baldwin's donation one final gesture for Christmas is realized when Lois Lane reminds Superman of a party hosted by the daily bugle for disadvantaged kids gifts are short this year so it requires a bit of creative thinking to make things special for the children who are in need of something positive and reaffirming Superman pulled some strings not the least being from Bruce Wayne uh, Emile, an acquaintance, and some zoo animals, and the children are greeted with none other than Santa Claus on the roof of the Daily Planet. Emile takes the reins as Santa, while Superman, dressed in black, props the two innocent reindeer into the sky to the children's delight. Yet again, the Man of Steel brings the holiday cheer to those who need it most. After all the adventures of Superman, Clark Kent returns home to his apartment, only to be... Um, with an, only to see an invitation from Elizabeth Lang and Peter Joseph Ross announcing their marriage. It leaves Clark in a state of disbelief, no doubt springboarding him into the dramas and
0: adventures ahead. Uh, it's Lana Lang, Lana Elizabeth Lang, by the oh, way, yes. not just Elizabeth Lang. Yep. Yeah. But, um, yep, that was the issue.
1: Yeah, yeah, and uh, I thought quite an interesting one. I guess... I'm interested. I'm curious to know your thoughts here, Connor L. You didn't you didn't enjoy it
0: as much? It's a good concept. Mm-hmm. It just it was so. I felt it just tried way too hard to pull at your heartstrings. Ah, oh, right. It felt so artificial to me. Yeah. Um. The the concept is really good, but it's even this concept is done a lot better later on. Okay. I remember Superman has. In the Fortress of Solitude, he has a wall of letters from people angry at him because he couldn't save someone. Mm-hmm. And I thought that was the way that was done and written was a lot better than this. This is just like, I mean, for God's sake, you have an Auschwitz survivor, mm. little Tommy's dad's not going to make it. Yeah, yeah. Then you have him dressing up as Santa. It's like, you know, any one of those things on its own, I guess, but all three, all just, three. yeah, all of them in this one thing. Um, I'll say the art works really good. Yeah, I did like the art. Oh. i love clark's facial expressions as well oh yeah um you know i had no problem with superman himself in this issue mm-hmm. it's just this was so like i mean and um i'll get hate first because this is considered a classic issue and a lot of people love it mm-hmm. but i just i read this i really really wanted to like it yeah like i i mean it it is such an awesome premise yeah it really is, but it was just the execution I felt was just way off.
1: Yeah, I mean, like when you put it like that, I can kind of see exactly where you're coming from. Like the three big hits that he has are quite um, kind of, uh, yeah, you They're know, not over like, the top kind of for want of a better word. they like, it doesn't feel, yeah, it doesn't feel. It just there's no subtlety. Yeah. There's no subtlety to it. You know what no. I mean? Uh, the Auschwitz survivor. I mean, that's a whole horrible, obviously a horrible event. Uh, that's happened. Uh, a little boy yep. riding in, drawing a picture of Superman for his dying father. Uh, yeah, I don't know. Maybe because maybe it is again because you've read so many similar looking, similar stories uh, with Superman that this kind of fell short. Uh, I didn't pick that up, those three points, although they are very, very valid. Uh, yeah, and I just saw it as the more so the concept, as you say, about him receiving this, this room full of letters and trying to... I love the the opening bit where, obviously, there's going to be some duds in there, uh, you know, amidst all these genuine yeah. requests. So you get the, the guy saying, oh, look, we can, we can uh, make some real money here. Like if there's a... I think it was an oil, some sort of oil venture... Um, he mentioned in the other one saying, you know, if you can make coal into diamonds, uh, you know, you can have some and uh, and I'll keep some as well. And we can. So, of course, you'll get all those all those really stupid yeah. requests. And I like how that opened up with that. Um, yeah. But, and, and of course, it was inevitable that he would come across some genuine ones. And uh, yeah, he. Uh, I, I kind of, if anything, towards the end, I found the, the Santa Claus one, I guess it was. I guess it was meant to be building up to that because it is a Christmas thing, Santa Claus and the reindeer and stuff, but I was kind of already exhausted after after the the Terry, the little Terry boy
0: one. Yeah, that's the other thing. Yeah. If they pack so much, if they're trying to pack so much emotional punch in it, mm. what if that exhausts me? Yes, yeah. What if
1: they're like, yeah. you know, well that that's it and that, that's what I kind of felt and uh, I found so I found the third one a little uh,
0: needless, like they didn't need to, to put that in there um yeah they could they could have been some variety yeah as well like you had i mean because it's such an awesome concept you have this you have a lot of room to do even like a little montage or like maybe a little humorous letters and stuff but um he just does these three really and like uh, come on it would have been better if he just dressed up as santa himself right
1: (laughs) (laughs) yeah a very muscular santa who is this emil guy who's that guy
0: oh emil Emil hamilton is a, a supporting character um, he's not the okay. former former disgruntled LexCorp employee. Uh, okay. He's kind of he's kind of like Superman's inventor buddy, right? Through okay. like experiments and stuff, and yeah, yeah, he's cool. I like him. Okay, uh, he was in Man of Steel. He just died, so Ooh.
1: yeah. <laughs> okay. Oh, but in the latest like... one, in the Bendis one. <laughs>
0: yeah. Oh god, I can't. No, no. He was in the movie Man of Steel. Oh. I
1: should say. Oh, okay. I uh yeah okay cool cool yeah I, I can't remember a minute but anyway yeah I guess I'll have to re rewatch it Uh but yeah so I don't know I found the concept very strong for this um, yeah I really I did enjoy I did enjoy it the art was really good as well Um yeah I like how Lois is drawn uh, as is, well I was about to say that just then because I'm just flicking through the pages here that would have been an next point yeah she's drawn very well again that kind of really realistic kind of yeah. look to her, uh, which I really like from Butch's stuff. He, he does a lot of stuff. Have you seen his stuff these days as well?
0: No, I don't think I have. Okay,
1: he, he's still he's still around. I, th- okay. I think... can't remember. I think he's done... He reminds me a little bit of Mike Perkins. So he reminds me a bit of the... Um, the Iron Fist run. Yeah. Um, but he, he did recently... It was a very short run. It was for Black Panther. Um, uh, it was like the street level was like a very short one i think i can't remember the name of it eludes it me but yeah no he's a, he's a good artist
0: um yeah i, I definitely enjoyed his art here mm-hmm. um like the, especially all the shadows yes. and stuff as well yeah it's done really well and but yeah like it just yeah it the the, the <laughs> over arbor, really overly pulling on heartstrings it's like yeah <laughs> It's like it's like trying to make you angry by having someone drown a bunch of puppies, you know? Yeah, right. Like, yeah, yeah. <laughs> That's
1: very um, really good way of putting it. And like you know, there there were little bits as well. I found, say for instance, this compatible organ donor. Uh, even Superman points out himself. Uh, you know, the, the possibilities that they'll be compatible are very rare because you know they are. But uh, Gloria so happens to be compatible with...
0: Yeah, did they really need to add on the bit where he takes the heart to her? Like, why couldn't they just leave this sort of... <laughs> yeah, actually. What, you, yeah. They should have left it on this sort of hopeful note. Like, even if it can't help them, it can help someone and then move on to the next story. They didn't have to have it, it oh, it is compatible. Yeah, it didn't have... For this exact person. Exactly. It didn't have to tie into one of the letters that he got
1: again to yeah. so can, like, tick that off and say, yep, yep. Um. So that that was good uh true true you are um revealing a lot of uh well a lot of things here look i still enjoyed it uh, it was just um yeah yeah th- there was those little things you know like to, like to, as a comic book fan you like to spot
0: these little these little discrepancies
1: yeah. um but yeah any other
0: um any other points for this um i guess i'll say peace on earth annoyed me a bit with some of its heartstring pulling, mm-hmm. but nowhere near as much as this. Yeah, <laughs> this one... I'll leave it on that note. Um, okay, yeah. Because Peace on Earth was a bit guilty of that, but it made up for it. But it was the same um, kind of premise, you know. wasn't it, as well? Like, uh, just Superman doing these good deeds. But, you know, not getting letters, but... Um, it was it was a similar yeah. style of story. Yeah. Um, but, yeah, I mean, that... That's all I have to say about this issue, really. Yeah. So okay. I'm, I'm ready to give it my score whenever you are.
1: Oh, look, uh, let me just.
0: Uh, yeah, if you have anything else to have have add, have
1: a look go, here go nuts. again. Um, I didn't uh, again. Look, it was it was a little a little cool, but it really didn't faze me that much. About you got uh, your obligatory Bruce Wayne appearance um, in there as well. Did you find that
0: a bit forced as well, Connor? Or? Um,
1: mm,
0: I kind of liked it. Did you? Just because, I don't know, uh, I guess because I'm I'm very familiar with, like, reading this story mm. is, because in my current big read-through, I'm about two years behind this story. Okay. But I've read, like, four years of material mm-hmm. with this particular Superman. Right. So seeing him call Bruce Wayne was kind of nice, because it shows that they do sort of become... Okay. Friendlier, I mean, but it it was a bit like, of course I'll help the children. Yeah, you know yeah. What I mean, <laughs>
1: like, uh, but yeah, I kind of when he read it, it was like it seemed like, oh, yeah, you're right. It, of course, yeah, of course I'll do it. But like, I was thinking, if you're a millionaire or billionaire or whatever, wouldn't you be trying to? Oh, I guess he's in Gotham, right? He's not. He's not part of Metropolis. I was, yeah, he's in okay, Gotham. Okay, because I was wondering why, like, you know, there's this annual party held for disadvantaged children surely that would be under Bruce Wayne's radar
0: but he's not necessarily well, plus the yeah. the artwork in those Bruce Wayne panels is really good I thought right yes yeah they're good the uh, colouring um, uh,
1: hang on let me let me see I, I recognise Alfred I didn't oh yeah you get yeah Bruce Wayne's very dark isn't he very dark yeah
0: it's a bit of yellow bit of I mean I don't know maybe I liked it because it was just something different in this uh, okay. issue okay yeah uh, it wasn't another like survivor of the titanic or something i don't know yeah yeah um yeah, yeah. there was um but you know I, yeah yeah i mean
1: yeah apart from that uh just the last bit as well connor all a bit of fleshing out here so what happens with um lana elizabeth lang and peter joseph ross who is peter and uh is there so there's a bit of a, a love triangle or a love
0: square pete ross not really pete yeah. ross was like his best buddy okay in Smallville, and Lana was, well, his best friend in Smallville. Yeah. Um, but there was, like, sort of romantic undertones okay. to their relationship. Because he's... Um, I don't know what
1: happens from here because okay. I haven't read it yet, so... Right. It's, it's just because his last um, closing thoughts seemed to confuse me a little. It seemed like he was surprised and shocked because he goes, Peter and Lana married, but... but, And then he just says, well, Merry Christmas, Mr. Kent. Uh, I didn't know, it was, was he was he happy? I think
0: that's sarcastic.
1: Okay, right, it's He is not happy there, right? Really. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> okay, fair enough. Uh, just a little little uh I don't know, I don't know because I don't know the situation. Yeah. But okay, well, school-wise, what would you what would you give this out of uh, out mailbags? Yeah, mailbags. She's got these all set up, do not you? Yeah,
0: all right. Mail <laughs>
1: mailbags.
0: 5 5. Okay. Right. I didn't hate it. I didn't really like it either. It's just cool concepts. Yeah, it's just yeah.
1: Okay, yeah, yeah. Um, look, I would give it. Uh, I'd give it six mailbags. Um, you know, as we said, six is a, is a decent enough score. I did enjoy it. Uh, you know me, Conrell and compared to like last episode with a bit of a. Bit of a cosmic twist with Brainiac and all that. That's the stuff I really like to see. Um, although this was, of course, this was for the the happy holidays and the end of the end of the year kind of celebration. So there had to be, and I understand there had to be a little bit of sentimentality to it because um, you know because it is that time of year. Yeah. uh So it, for me, it, it did everything. That was written on the tin, you know, uh, it ticked off all those things. Um, it had a good concept, although you have revealed, yeah, that those, again, those three big, three big bangs were a little too extreme. Um, and on the nose, I guess that's the best thing. It was a bit too on the nose. Yeah.
0: yeah. It's like, you're, you're trying too hard to manipulate me here. Mm. A bit more
1: subtlety would have been a lot better. Yeah.
0: Yeah. 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 Um, yeah. Yeah. Alright, well, we before we go on to the next issue, we'll just have a little ad break for a certain podcast, Woo-hoo. and we'll be right back. Hey, Ray. Yes, Connor? What's black
1: and white and red all over? Huh. And newspaper? Not even close. Hmm. Uh, sunburnt zebra? What are you doing, Ray? <laughs> not even close
0: <laughs> into the night a moon Knight podcast a weekly podcast coming to you from the high priest of Khonshu available on all good podcast catchers And we're back. <laughs> hey. So, uh, the next story we're doing is uh, from an issue, uh, DC Universe Holiday Bash. Now, we're only covering the Superman story in this, because it's an anthology of all these different heroes, but we're just going to cover the Superman one, which is called The Benefaction of Peace. And the cover to this is, you know, it's kind of cool, it's uh, it's like a Christmas bauble, but in the reflection is Superman, Batman, The Flash, oh, yes. uh, Green Lantern, I'm pretty sure, and uh holding with a god i don't know who that is holding mistletoe above him
1: right uh so i'm just struggling to to bring this up um yeah sorry uh, sorry go on conor no i was done ah okay <laughs> i did think actually superman looked a little weird in he
0: does look a little weird yeah. it's not as good as the other cover right
1: yeah yeah exactly no. exactly uh, yeah but there's there was a lot packed into this as well wasn't there
0: Yes, it's, yeah. it's, it, it, honestly, it's, it, it's neat, but it's kind of a weak cover, to be honest, mm-hmm. um, but, yeah, yeah,
1: well, um, I do it now. actually, also, the little baubles in the, uh, the, what do you call it, I guess, the contents, um, was, I think, a pretty good, pretty, pretty good,
0: uh, yeah, yeah, I like how they did that, yeah,
1: is that Etrigon um, that's Etrigan? no no isn't that the, the demon satan's little helper oh
0: well oh um, oh no oh sorry you're looking at that the, yeah, the yeah, that's actually... con- yeah 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 That's definitely him yeah and again oh.
1: superman's a bit weird in that one that, that was the one i was referring to actually but
0: yeah oh okay yeah he looks pretty angry though he does, he does. his face is... the benefaction of peace <laughs> exactly <laughs> yeah
1: Uh, so when, when was this 1997? My
0: gosh. Yeah. So gone, we gone ahead by five years. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Into kind of a weird era of comics, honestly. Mm. Um, the late nineties. Uh, so Barry Jameson's in the, is the writer. He's actually an alias for David, uh, McKellen I don't know how to pronounce his name. Okay. I'll put it in the show notes though. Uh, then we have Graham Nolan as the penciler. Uh, Joseph Rubenstein as the inker, Jason Wright as the colorist, and Albert de Guzman as the letterer. So I'll read out the synopsis here. It's dusk on Christmas Eve, and a man named George stands on top of the Daily Planet building, getting ready to jump. He's interrupted by Lois Lane, who asks what he's doing. George replies his wife left him, and the holidays will be too empty without her, so he's decided to end it. Lois says that you can't let loneliness kill you and tells him that in an interview, Superman Superman said that even he felt incredibly incredibly lonely. (laughs) She she proceeds to tell him about an early Christmas in Superman's career where he felt the most alone. Now, we flash back to years in the past. Superman rescues a construction worker falling from a building. It turns out the reason he is working on Christmas Day is for the overtime pay to get his family gifts. A feeling Superman can't relate to as he's spending his first Christmas in Metropolis alone. He has left the Daily Planet Christmas party since it was difficult to deal with, so he's decided to give Metropolis a completely crime-free Christmas by stopping every single crime no matter how small. Superman has been at this for hours when he hears yet another alarm go off and stops a group of surprised cooks robbing a jewellery store, thinking it would be an easy score on Christmas day with no one around. One is getting away when a lady putting out her trash stops one of them with a trash can, and then goes back inside. Superman picks up the crook, thinking he has just tripped over and knocked himself out, and is glad that he's caught a break. But breaks are few and far between, as Superman goes from taking out renegade robots, stopping purse snatches, and out-of-control trains. But Superman is so focused on these tasks that he doesn't realise, at nearly every scene there is everyday heroism for the people he's sworn to protect, whether it's a neighbor dialing 911 or a bystander triggering a fire alarm. That evening, at a Feed the Homeless charity dinner, a disgruntled business partner in the charity, who has gone bankrupt, holds a gun to the spokesmodel. Superman arrives and melts the gun with his heat vision, but the man reveals a bomb strapped to his chest, which can be triggered by intense heat or the dead man's switch that he holds. Superman is at a standstill with him, when a bystander named Milton puts his thumb and holds down the switch, while Superman knocks him out with a flick of his finger. Superman then holds down the trigger himself, while everyone evacuates and waits for a bomb squad. Superman thanks Milton for his help and vice versa, and Milton says that everyone is in this together and you have to be crazy to try and keep the city safe by yourself. Superman smiles and agrees, when Milton asks of Superman to have Christmas dinner with him, Uh, it's an offer that Superman accepts. As Lois finishes her story, she says being alone is indeed difficult, but life is what you make of it. The man slowly climbs down off the ledge, and Lois mentions she has a free few hours and offers to have coffee with him, so that they can talk more, to which George gratefully accepts. Mm. <sighs> I kind of butchered that uh, no, <laughs> summary that's bit. Right. Sorry, guys. Um, but, uh, yes. I'll start off right now yep. and say one of the reasons I much preferred this to... The story we just covered is—it is somewhat, you know, it doesn't have our Schwitz survivors mm. and little Tommies with heart transplants. You know, it, it feels much more ordinary and relatable. Honestly, yeah, right, um, right. I, uh, you know, this yep. this is a Christmas message I can get behind.
1: <laughs> <laughs> um, well, actually, with your with your synopsis and uh, meaning this quite genuinely. Uh, actually, it slowly put a few pieces together for me. Because when I first read this, uh, I found it a bit jagged. Uh, I found bits of it, I don't know whether it was necessary or not, but I actually see the whole scheme of it now. Uh, so what I was referring to was what really kind of confused me was when you had Superman okay, doing he's saying, okay, I'm going to clean up Metropolis, I'm going to do all these things. And then they had those three panels or so where it says that Superman is unaware of the heroism from the citizens. Uh, and I was kind of like, well, what, what, you know, what point are those three panels there of that guy? I mean, sure, okay, that's good that they're doing good. Um, but what's the point of it? Like, you, you know, I don't know. I was a bit confused. But having said that, uh, I go on to further, and I think I messaged you shortly after as well, Conor uh, a couple of days ago, about this and the the climax of this issue, where yeah. the guy takes uh, another uh, takes a person hostage at gunpoint, and Milton actually ends up jumping in and pressing his thumb down on the guy so he can't release the death um, the, the the dead man switch. Yeah, and then it's, it dawned on me. Okay, okay. So the main theme of this though is to highlight that it's not all on Superman right that the citizens of metropolis are just as heroic in their own way uh, and it culminated in milton doing that um, because I said to you, I said Superman could have easily defused that whole situation, regardless
0: of a dead man's yeah, switch or not. Yeah, he could have. Not. So what's? Yeah, yeah, that just wasn't the point of yeah, the scene. Exactly. It's one of your uh, suspension of disbelief things, mm. really. Um, it is. Yeah. It's like well, or maybe he just jumped on it before Superman could react anywhere. <laughs> true, and, and he was surprised by it.
1: But I I see the yeah. intent of it. The intent of it to show that, and to show Superman possibly as well that he's not alone in his. Uh, adventure I and mean, his caper to, to you know to to red crime yeah. and be heroic in the city so having said that yeah it, it kind of brings new light to it because initially i wasn't too impressed with with this short story i must admit
0: if you yeah if you miss those three panels and the whole theme of the story then it does make sense that you wouldn't be too impressed yeah with it, i guess
1: um
0: yeah because i mean <laughs> don't
1: want flog a dead horsey connor l I can get on my horse, my high, my high horse again, talking about Superman's, um, you know, cleaning up the streets with all these kind of street level shenanigans that he does, uh, yeah. yet again. I mean, because again, like, uh, you know, it was running through in my mind. Again, I see the, the train and Superman stopping the train, and again at the end we see someone being held at gunpoint. I mean, I think we saw two or three times in Action Comics One Thousand someone held a gunpoint, and or a train out of control. Yeah. These are repeatedly things that happen in Metropolis that has to be ironed out. And Superman is repeatedly doing this in, in Metropolis. So that kind of like, I was like, oh, here we go again. But yeah, this overall message about heroism in the city, actually, oh, I kind of like it.
0: Yeah, and like again, the, like Superman stopping the trains here, thats him stopping the train isn't the point. Yeah. Of it.
1: Well, they they the need whole, they need to invest in better brake systems or better infrastructure that, for the city.
0: That too. Yep. But the the whole story is sort of this message of loneliness and feeling isolated when it's not actually the case at all. But I don't know. Did you get that sense?
1: I didn't get this. Like Lois was telling George this story to highlight Superman's loneliness. I didn't get his loneliness. I didn't get the sense of that in this whole thing. I I just got him. De- for me, it was Superman determined. To clean yeah. up the streets of Metropolis, and it was only until Milton invites, say, "Do you want to join me for dinner?" Is kind of that—that that was just like an inkling of like, "Oh, okay." So Superman may be, you know, feeling segregated or isolated from everyone else. I
0: mean, Superman's not too brooding, but like he's pretty busy. Like mm. that's the whole idea. Like because you have those opening few panels where he's like, "I literally bailed on this Christmas party because I couldn't deal with." Yeah you know, the fact that I'm spending Christmas alone. Yeah. Um, you know, but, and so then he puts, then that's when he just has that tunnel vision. But
1: he said what he, he bailed the Christmas party. What was that again? He bailed the Christmas party because he can't hack the fact that he's alone. It's self-fulfilling, isn't it?
0: Why did you bail the party? Well, because he's away from his family. He sees all these people having fun together and he just misses them.
1: Okay. I mean, okay. I mean, I would have thought like, you know, with company, if you, with, with colleagues, if you, uh, you know, half friends with them that would then at least give you some sort of
0: company I, i've i've been in superman's shoes i can i can attest to right. his like i can't stand this freaking christmas party right. everyone's happy right. it's making me miserable right because i'm not with any loved ones and stuff or um, i don't have any loved ones you know sure. like that that's something i that's a place i've been in before so i guess that that came to me pretty naturally right. when i was reading this right. yes yes um oh,
1: fair enough i can see that yeah 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 for sure um yeah. Okay. Well, I guess then, we we came at it at different angles because I didn't really get to see, I didn't get that sense of lon- loneliness from him. He seemed to be keeping himself pretty busy.
0: And well, that that was the whole thing. Yeah, was keeping himself busy, which, you know, then that's what sort of breaks him out of his stupor. It's like, oh, yeah. you know, yeah. I shouldn't feel lonely and I shouldn't have this sort of tunnel vision because yeah. there's. I, I do. I, I also think it's kind of interesting that. Because he says at the start, like, he he doesn't usually do this because this is literally all he would do
1: mm.
0: if he just was trying to eliminate all crime in a Metropolis. Yep. So I guess, I mean, obviously Superman has, like, a sort of priority system. If he thinks someone's life is in danger, yep. he'll head there immediately. But, you know, maybe he just let some of the small-time stuff.
1: Well, he has, he has to. I mean you know to a larger scale on peace on earth we saw that as well
0: that's very true He's, yeah that was kind of what that whole story was about yeah
1: he really had to just you know he can't do it all and, and similar to an extent with the one 64, with all those letters he can't he can't literally answer all those letters yeah. and he he couldn't actually do everything couldn't save Terry's little uh, little Terry's dad so uh yeah yeah
0: yeah and then then there's like i guess the sort of the actual part of the story That's not a flashback Which is Lois and George And that was probably My favourite part of the story I thought that Was these two
1: Yeah I thought that framed The story pretty well Actually um, Yeah Yeah I thought that was Really good And, and Just that re- reaffirmation At the end I, I liked how Lois Was willing to give time To George
0: Yeah like that was really she, That was did, like Yeah does she know him Or Um. Like well <laughs> She obviously barely Knows him yeah. Like she His name is George, but you know, the fact that she she talks off the ledge and then she's like, hey, you know, do you want to spend a few hours together and just talk about things? Like to me, that was that was genuinely heartfelt to me. That that was like that actually moved me, unlike the previous issue, because it felt so real and it's also Superman talking people off a ledge is something that happens a lot. Mm -hmm, mm
1: -hmm.
0: Well, okay, maybe a lot. A bit of an like he doesn't do it as much as he stops trains, but It's it's a thing that Superman has been known to do from time to time, and yeah. to see Lois Lane do it um, is really sweet because yeah. Lois Lane isn't Superman, and it's not really expected of her. Yeah. If that makes sense, so right, okay. you know, seeing this ordinary person, sort of. I thought I, for some reason I would have imagined that that was the sort of
1: heroics that Lois would get into in this in the Superman canon because it's something. What, that she could do. I mean, she can't. She can't stop. Well, her. She's
0: definitely. Yeah, she can't stop Capable her. of it. Mm. But this is the first time I've seen her do something like this. Usually, okay. you know, she's more involved with the plot or like, and she's she very, like she champions people's rights. Like that's a huge thing she does. She's all about rights. But right. at the same time, you know, this was yeah. This is a moment I haven't seen from her much. It's a side you don't see from her that often. I guess it's not so intense. Yep. If that makes sense. Sure. So, yeah, I, I found it very nice. I really liked it. Uh, it resonated. Conorrell, just a hot take here. If you
1: um, look at, it looks like the not the last page, the second last page. There's a uh, mid panel to the left. Now, does that remind you of anyone? The shot of Superman.
0: Second page, mid panel. Second last. To the second
1: left. large. Sec, sorry, like a second last page. Um. Mid panel. I think it's the second last page. It's with Superman saying, "Yeah, I guess he would. He would at that."
0: Does that remind me of anyone? Yes. Come on. What does
1: those features look like? Come on, look at the beady eyes. Look at the The (laughs) jock. Over, over emphasized jaw. Mister Tyler, Tyler (laughs) Hoochlin. Do we do we see a a premonition? Where's this?
0: Where's the soul patch,
1: <laughs> Superman soul patch?
0: Yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah. that looks like to him, doesn't it? I I don't see it at all. Oh, okay, honestly. All right. Um, I'm gonna have
1: to. I'm gonna have to Photoshop. I'm gonna put side by side. I'll send it to you. He's...
0: <laughs> I don't. I mean, I because I, I just he his face looks too big. We were just talking about how Tyler. You were talking about how Tyler Hoshin was a small he is, guy. He is. He is a plus, small. So. Yeah, this face is a
1: bit. this. This is if Tyler was on steroids. Um,
0: wow. Yeah poor
1: tyler (laughs) well you know as long as have another latte tyler you'll be right
0: yeah so um (laughs) do do you have anything to add to the issue
1: um artwork i still preferred butchers oh jackson sorry what am i oh is that jackson guys i got it mixed up with butch guys Oh. I wonder if they're the same, if they're related. Anyway, Jackson, I uh, I much much preferred his than than this one. This is very yeah. very nineties to me.
0: Yeah.
1: Um, not to say that's a bad thing, but uh, every now and again the nineties did uh, did produce something like this. Uh, yeah. Uh, apart from that, the art.
0: I think this artwork's works good. Yeah. I think the other artwork is better though. Mm. The colours I, like I did like the colours here. Yeah. Like the way I like the way Lois and George are drawn, yep. like that like yeah. their scenes together, yep. I think they're drawn fantastically, for any point any weak points in the art would be during the Superman uh segments because he looks a bit weird sometimes. Oh, okay. Yeah. Yeah. You know, well with like his steroid chin.
1: Yeah, steroid Well uh, Lois looks yeah. a bit nineties that first full shot of Lois. Like her waist is about as I can probably you know, wrap my hand around her waist that's, there.
0: That's true. <laughs> that, that is a bit true, actually. Um,
1: but having said that, it is good. I do like the colours in the Superman bit, though. There's a, a, a bit more brighter colours in there. Uh, a lot more yellows in there, which is really cool. Uh, a lot more dynamic. I guess George yeah. and uh, Lois, it's a bit more of a sombre mood up on that rooftop. But um, Yeah. Mm. And uh, and finally, with that, just that silhouette of Lois... Uh, like a profile of her as you kind of come back from recollecting Superman's, you know, lonesome you know, yeah. period. I like how it comes back to, to Lois there by having her uh, done in a very stylized way.
0: Yeah. Yeah, yeah. agreed. Yeah.
1: And actually, Lois, like, she changes looks a lot, doesn't it? Like, she is chalk and cheese
0: with the Lois in, in issue 64, isn't she? Yeah, she's very consistent, but inconsistent at the same time. <laughs> yeah, but how is she consistent? Though? Like, in looks, I mean. She's very... Well, you just you just know it's her. Even if she looks different, you just know it's her. You know what I mean? Well, like... can I be brutally honest? And okay, you don't then? <laughs> uh, you know, and
1: in fear of sounding really dumb anyway. Uh, in the first couple of panels, when she goes, what are you doing, George? And he goes, Jeannie, my wife, she left me. I thought he was addressing her. I thought he was addressing her Jeannie. So I thought that oh, was... Wow. Yeah, and he's saying, Jeannie, my wife, she left me." I had. I, I didn't realize that was Lois until a bit later.
0: <laughs> yeah, no, I, uh, that's interesting. Yeah. I, I pegged her straight away. Okay. Even if I wasn't used to this art style, I was like, "Oh, it's Lois Lane." Because
1: she's got short um, hair. She's got long hair. She's got. Yeah, you know, I don't. I don't know. Uh, I don't know. She 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 chops and changes. But anyway, that's it's not a slight on it at all. I mean, because it's better for her to to chop and change rather than having a. The same look, you know, over and over and over again. It's just that, you know, as a newbie and not—I'm
0: like a certain super guy, <laughs>
1: <Yeah>. <laughs> but you know, as being a newbie, uh, I, I didn't catch up on it immediately. Yeah, unless I unless mean, she's addressed, yeah.
0: These stories are like five years apart, so her look probably was yeah, like true, this true. in the normal run. Yeah, yeah, um, yeah.
1: Yeah. Um, yeah. Other than that, yeah, pretty pretty happy with this issue.
0: Yeah, I guess, uh, do you want to, should we rate it then? Yeah, I would like
1: to rate it um, out of, unless you have something
0: already added. I was sorry. going to say ledges, but that's grossly inappropriate. <laughs> <laughs> sorry. I was about to say dead man um,
1: switches, but uh, that could probably. Dead
0: man switches is good. No, no, no. Runaway trains. Runaway <laughs> We've done that before. Hang on. Oh yeah, we
1: have. Uh, how, about, how about garbage uh, trash can lids? I
0: don't know. Uh, no, it's going to be something better.
1: How about?
0: I rate it. What about lowest Lane? Okay, lowest Lane. Yeah, how many lowest Lanes are we rated? <laughs> uh, look again, like uh, just
1: after having this epiphany while you were while you're reading it out and reassessing the story. I will bump this up to probably an equal to what I was prepared to give it slightly lower than 64, but I might be a level peg it at six as well. I think, uh, it was enjoyable enough and it was short. It was like 10 pages, but there was so much packed yeah. into it. So it actually came across as a, um, very worthwhile story because it, it had so much in it. Um, so yeah. 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 I'd say six. How about yourself?
0: Um, I'll get the seven. Okay. Yep. I you know this this story is obviously not perfect, mm-hmm. um, but the the what really made the story for me was obviously the framing yep. device of Lois. Mm-hmm. Um, it was genuinely heartfelt. It actually felt real. Um, you know, mm-hmm. being you know being being on you know some situations similar to this and stuff and life experience. You know, it really spoke to me. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, I and like this issue. I don't know. I just. It. It uh, had that. It had that nice sort of spirit in it without trying too hard. Yeah. Like it, it might be flawed, but it didn't. It was honest. Yeah. So. It had a. You yeah, know, it had a subtlety to it. Yeah. So I'm yeah. um, I'm this this story really resonated with me. Uh, it was very kind. So yeah, I'll, I'll give it a seven. Well, yeah, those are our two issues. Um. One I liked a lot better than the other one, but very, yeah. very,
1: very seasonal. I thought very good picks for for our end of year.
0: And this, this is, um, this is a, you know,
1: happy, happy holidays, kind of L.
0: Yes, happy holidays, Ray Zod, and obviously <laughs> happy holidays to all our listeners. Absolutely. Uh, yeah, it's been a new,
1: um, a new venture. We've only just, you know, hit the surface. We're what what eight episodes in. We've got plenty in store for the for the for the year ahead, the 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 coming yes. year ahead. So exciting times!
0: Yeah. Um, next up will be Superman ten, mm-hmm. which is a listener request. We're finally getting to that. Sorry, Rebecca, <laughs> we got we got blindsided by the fact that we should probably finish the trilogy, and then it was the holidays, so we had to do a holiday episode. But yeah. we will be getting on to that request for our next episode nothing will stop us no unless henry cavill drops from the sky through my roof and is like hey can you do this (laughs) issue
1: (laughs) oh just incidentally connor l didn't you you sent me something about henry cavill is he coming back
0: well uh yeah uh, the jason momoa aqua aquaman or aqua bro as some people call him bro Uh, (laughs) see uh (laughs) He got asked on the red carpet, and he said Henry Cavill wasn't leaving the role. Oh, okay. Uh, you'd take it with a grain of salt, wouldn't you? Yeah, I mean, he can't confirm anything. But like yeah. he, 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 if he's talked to Henry and says Henry's still passionate about the role, then I guess we know that Henry doesn't want to leave the role. Mm. Um, whereas if he will get more movies or whatever. Yeah, contractually. Of, yeah, it's up yeah, to him. One, one of the things we'll find out, I guess, is the, the prevailing rumour, as it were, right now, is Shazam. He has a cameo at the end of that. Oh, yes, currently. I've heard of that. So, yeah. we'll see if that's true. Yep. Hopefully it's true. But if the rumour is like, oh, we're going to gauge popularity by um, putting him in a cameo at the end of a movie, I'm like, what? <laughs> that doesn't that's a bit make silly. Much sense to me. It doesn't. And, but, and, uh,
1: and let alone the status of the character superman i mean surely you would not need to rely on a cameo to see whether or not you know his name alone would yeah w- would and if, warrant-
0: they're, if they're really worried why don't you just sprinkle him throughout the the other movies like he's superman yeah. he'll have justification to show up maybe for a cameo or a scene or yeah, not see how people respond maybe aquaman's like bro you gotta catch that moon and he's like <laughs> I'm on it, dude. My man. man. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Um, but uh, anyway, I guess we'll see what yes. happens with that. So, yeah. yeah
1: so, so looking forward to issue
0: 10, was it? Yes. Conrel?
1: That will be dropping. I guess it would be dropping in the new, new year. year. Yeah. yeah, we will
0: be going to the uh, late 80s for that issue. Uh, so the same, the same Superman we've talked about for these two issues.
1: Lovely. The late so. 80s, the home of yes. car phones and uh, Technicolor t shirts, I guess.
0: Evil businessmen. Evil businessmen. In DC, anyway. <laughs> um. But, yes, yeah. yeah, so uh, write in, guys. Let us know what you thought of these issues or other issues. Uh, we would love feedback to talk about stuff. Yeah. Um, send in requests for things. Yes. I uh, am. B- besides, yeah. completely covering the current run because I don't want to do that. So, but. Oh
1: yeah, look. I think I'm happy with at the moment. We kind of just, uh, you know, tangentially
0: or yeah, you know, just what speak about it
1: every now and again. Yeah. Oh,
0: definitely. Yeah.
1: That's pretty cool, but there's just so much historically to cover. It'd be good to really, really get our our fangs into that.
0: Yes, fangs. <laughs> that was another episode. <laughs> Yeah. That's yes. funny. Well, that was,
1: was that sorry, sorry, Connor L just quickly it was that issue I, I saw that was on for sale. I was thinking whether I should get really? it or not. It was on one of the Facebook um, marketplaces.
0: How much was it?
1: it wasn't that I think I don't know, I think it was eight bucks or something.
0: Okay, yeah, it sounds about right. It's not like a super yeah. rare issue or anything, so No, no. Um yeah, sorry, I, I digress. No no, it's fine. Yes. Yes, so um, hopefully, hopefully, these stories made you guys feel good, mm-hmm. not angry. No, grab no, some eggnog. If you didn't like one story, like the other
1: one, so <laughs> exactly, pull out your ugly sweater, slap it on, you know. Or just
0: some. not do anything and watch movies if you want. not really yeah, you don't have to celebrate these things, but they no, don't. Um, no, you don't.
1: Grab, grab your favorite comics
0: out and give them a read yeah Let's but see. they had to be superman comics oh of course of course yes <laughs> yes okay well until next time happy holidays to everyone happy holidays yep uh and yeah be good to each other you naughty kids <laughs> see you later Wee. superman and all other characters in these comics are properties of dc